All right, so we're going to do our review. Everybody ready? We're going to do our review. We are in the, so, but for those of you who haven't been here before uh, or have maybe missed a week or two, not a problem. We'll catch you up really quickly. We're in the middle of a series. We're in week four, and there's five weeks. So next week, you get to hear Andy, and I'm super excited about that. <laughs> I think that means because I get, uh-oh, he's, he's doing this and behind me. Yo-yo. <laughs> I think it means I get a little breather, so that's not so bad. But uh, so, so I, I love to review where we've been. So, it, so it's just good for for us to remember that. So let's go through them together. Okay, it's okay if you don't remember. I think week two is a little hard to remember personally. Ready? Number one, churches for everyone. Love it. Number two, community. Yeah. I don't know why that. It's just maybe it's because it's so simple, right? Number three is simple too. Church is family. family. Absolutely. Today, church is healing. Church is healing. So um, I, was, I was schooled in the first service. I was. I was schooled in the first service. Uh, let me tell you what it was. I, I said to them, and I'm going to ask you the same question. Um, if you went to decide, if you said to yourself, as I did to myself this week, where would be the most definitive uh, definition of healing? Because I really, I feel like we have to define that. So where would I go? And, and I thought I knew. I thought I was really confident. And it's not Wikipedia. <laughs> I promise, not Wikipedia. All right. Uh, so, so I thought it would be Merriam-Webster. That to me seemed like the most logical, but you know what? I was wrong. And what, but where, what would the second, well, probably should have been my first choice. So now I'm going to have to go look it up again. But, uh, but I think I've got a good definition. What, what should have I have looked in? Oxford. I should have looked at Oxford. Oh, anyways. All right. So, uh, but I am going to give you a good definition, I believe, a good working definition of what healing means. To make free from injury or disease, to make sound or whole. How about this? To make well again, to make well again, to restore to health. Oh, isn't that beautiful? Especially in the light of church's healing. Oh, I love that definition. The scripture this morning gives us this beautiful imagery of what it means to take good care of ourselves, helps us to look at healing maybe in a different way. We look at this text this morning from the Gospel of Mark, and if we start to like back up a little bit, look at the big picture, we realize that this text that we just heard is housed in a very interesting chapter of Mark. It has a whole lot of big events that occur in it. In Mark chapter 6, there's a, a memorable story of Jesus in his hometown. You remember this. We talked about it a little bit recently. And remember what happens? People don't want to listen to him, right? Prophet has no honor in his own hometown. That's in this section of scripture. And then we also have the story from last week that, remember, I chose not to preach from, but we did mention it. And does anybody remember what happens to John the Baptist? 
<laughs> Someone did exactly what I went, oh. Yes, the beheading of John the Baptist, right? Last week, the beheading of John the Baptist, absolutely. And then also, in this chapter, the feeding of the 5,000, right? The feeding of the 5,000. And Jesus walks on water and calms the storm. There's a lot going on in this chapter of the Bible. So much so that we might miss this little section that is our scripture for today. Because Jesus says in this text, come away. Come away to a deserted place. And everybody clamors around him. Everybody. And do and, and you notice in the text, he goes somewhere else, and guess what? They follow. Or he goes to another place, and they recognize him there too. Come away, come away to a deserted place, be renewed, be healed. Remember this little phrase that I shared with you a couple of weeks ago, sin wounds, Jesus heals. So simple, so significant, sin wounds, Jesus heals. And not necessarily, when, sometimes when we hear the word sin, we, we start to immediately feel guilty. Even the word just makes us really uncomfortable. But sin means so many different things. Even the collective sin of others, the sin of someone else can wound us as well as our own sin. Sin wounds, but Jesus heals. I would say <clears throat> it's as if this chapter in Mark houses the most beautiful analogy of life, our lives. There are amazing events that happen. There are these beautiful high points along the journey, aren't there? We could name them big events, and they're not always wonderful events either. Sometimes they're tough events, but they're defining moments along the journey there are births, there are baptisms, there are deaths of loved ones, there's weddings, there are, um, there are graduations, there are moving, right? We move maybe from one home to another. There's so many different events that we might classify as big events along the journey. And tucked into the very fabric of our lives, the teaching of Christ rings out. Tucked in these wonderful little crevices between all of this amazing, even horrible stuff of life, we hear this voice, come away. Come away and rest a bit. Come away and find healing Take a mental health break. <laughs> Seek balance. Seek healing. Church is healing. Or at least it should be. It should be. Now, <clears throat> that doesn't mean that we aren't challenged by the scripture. We should be challenged by the scripture. 
I am challenged by the scripture. And I've studied it and, and I've done led Bible studies and I still find the scripture challenging. That doesn't mean that church is always perfectly comfortable. That's not what church is healing means. Remember we talked about this last week. Church is family and sometimes family is complicated. Right? It's not always perfectly comfortable. It doesn't mean we won't have bumps on the road to overcome. Because we will. But it does mean this. We are loved for who we are. We are loved for who we are. It does mean that we are all precious in God's eyes. Each and every single one of us. Seated in this beautiful sanctuary, watching us at home. We are so precious in God's eyes. It does mean this, that we can bring our wounds into this place and we can be treated with dignity, with kindness, as our wounds heal. And hopefully our wounds will become scars And hopefully the scars will fade away into nothingness. Or maybe a a tiny little mark. If you were close enough, you could see this on my arm. Uh, I have this white mark that kind of goes across right here. This is a scar from church. (laughs) So probably 30 years ago, I'm guessing, maybe even longer, I was a youth pastor uh, back in that day, and I was pulling a tray of food out of an oven in Pasadena, California, (laughs) and I burnt my arm. And it was a good burn because I still have a scar to prove it. Yep, this scar came from church. (laughs) I'm sad to tell you that I have some other scars that you can't see that also came from church. I hate that. But it's truth. My guess is you have some of those too. Church should be a place of healing. But it's not always that way. Here's the good news. This church is doing our very best to be a place of healing. How do we find healing in church? Goodness gracious, there are so many ways that we could name. And if I took the time to hear all of your stories, it would be so diverse and it would be beautiful to hear. Part of how we find healing in church is we become and are open and authentic in our communication with one another but with kindness, but with kindness, because kindness matters very much. I will also say that grace matters. I mean, let's be gracious with each other. It's too easy to assume the worst, not the best. But grace says, 
I know sometimes we make mistakes and you'll make a mistake and I will definitely make mistakes because that's life. And my past has proven it to be true. <laughs> but I expect you will be gracious with me and I will be gracious with you. Grace matters. Let's assume the best of one another. I would also say that we do our best to adopt a sort of peaceful attitude, deciding to take time on this journey to rest a while, as Jesus suggests. We intertwine our faith and our life. It's not separate, but it all moves together. Faith and life. That is how it's supposed to be. That is how healing begins. On this journey with Christ and the disciples, we learn how to do these things. Years ago, one of the ways that I started to be more proactive about my own healing in the life of the church was to start um, saying to myself and um, finding mantras, prayers, scriptures that would remind me of my faith throughout the day. And, and I would just say those things to myself, and sometimes I say those things out loud, and sometimes I say those things to my family, and sometimes there are songs that I sing over and over again. But somehow, those are touchstones, and they help renew my spirit, and they help bring healing to my soul. Reminding me yet again that church is healing. So I'm going to teach you one today that has been really meaningful to me. Hopefully it'll be meaningful to you. And we're going to go ahead and put that out on Realm over the next couple of days. So you will have it. Some people refer to it as St. Teresa's Prayer. We know that the most original form of this mantra or this prayer was found in 1514 in a book called the Book of Hours, if you're familiar with it. The Book of Hours is basically a medieval devotional. Isn't that interesting, a medieval devotional? I, I find it fascinating. I encourage you to go out online and look at it. They're beautiful. When you see these Book of Hours, they're illustrated just in such lovely ways. So this, in particular, prayer comes from a Book of Hours, you might be familiar with it. And it has motions that come with it. So I'll have you do that with me. So let's do it this way. Christ in my mind and in my thinking. Right? That, yeah, it's just a cross. Let's all do this together. Christ in my mind and in my thinking. Christ be in my eyes, everything I see. Christ be in my ears and in my hearing. Christ be in my mouth every word I speak. Christ be in my heart and in my loving. Christ be in my life each moment that I live. Thank you, God, for the journey of church 
and the healing that it has brought to so many of us continue to remind us of your love as we do our best to bring healing to this world. In the name of Jesus, we give thanks and pray. Amen.